Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Siver Sunday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 569, Parenting, Who Is It Really For? And Actions, Not Words, Reveal Our Real Values by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, one of five podcasts where we narrate the best blogs on the planet for you, and that includes Derek Sivers' blog. He hasn't been blogging much recently, so it's been quite a while since I've narrated his stuff. But I got two posts for you today, so without further ado, Let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Parenting, Who Is It Really For? by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. For the last five years, I've spent at least 30 hours a week with my kid, just one-on-one, giving him my full attention. But I've never written about parenting before. Why not? Because parenting is a touchy subject. I don't think others should do what I do. I don't want to get into debates about it. So why am I writing about it today? Because I realized that the parenting things I do for him are also for myself, and that's an idea worth sharing. For example, here are the things I've been doing for my five-year-old since he was born. Long attention span. I've been deliberately cultivating his long attention span. Whatever he's interested in, that's the most important thing. So I encourage him to keep doing that as long as possible. I never say, come on, let's go. We'll go to the beach or forest and make things with sticks for five hours before he's ready to switch. Other families come to the playground for 20 or 30 minutes, but we would just stay there for hours immersed in some newly invented game. Nobody else can hang with us like this, not even his mom. Everyone else gets so bored. Of course, my adult mind wanders to all the other things we could be doing, but I let it go and return to that present focus. Enter his world. I'm very ambitious and try to do a lot with my life. But when I'm with him, I stop everything else, phone off, computer off. I try to enter his world, to see things through his eyes, to put myself into his mind, emotionally too. When he gets upset at someone, I try to remember what it was like to be that age when everything felt like a huge deal and relate at that level. When he makes up stories, I go right along in his invented world. If he says we're cats in Paris, we're cats in Paris. The Minotaur is chasing us, we both run. Of course, I'm tempted to check my phone, most of us have that addiction now, but I ask myself, what's more important? And leave it off. Broad inputs. I want him to have a wide range of inputs into his senses. We go play in as many different forests, beaches, mountains, and towns as possible, touching and smelling everything we can. The music he hears is as broad as can be. As he plays, he's listening to Persian traditional, Indian classical, 60s jazz, glitch, bar talk, 
Stevie Wonder from 72 to 76, lots of Bach, Bulgarian choir, or whatever. We've got season tickets to the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. He loves that Malavika always waves to him from the stage. I took him to the opera Carmen last week and he was riveted from start to finish. We get a dozen new books from the library every week and read together for an hour every night. We watch a huge variety of movies. Everything from G-Kids is great. For the big Disney Pixar blockbusters, we watch the Portuguese, French, or Chinese version. And now, my point. The reason I'm finally writing about this is because I realize that I'm doing all of these things for myself as much as for him. By cultivating his long attention span, I'm cultivating my own. By entering his world, I'm letting go of my own, like meditation. By broadening his inputs, I'm broadening my own and keeping a wide variety in my life. He's away for two weeks right now and I really miss these things. I thought I was being selfless, playing for hours or entering his world. But actually, these things benefit me as much as him, like most things we consider selfless. P.S. You won't find his name or face online. I don't think it's right to put someone online without their permission. He'll put himself online when he's ready. Actions, not words, reveal our real values by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. I told my old coach that I really wanted to make muck work happen. He said, no, you don't. I said, yes, I do. This is really important to me. He said, no, it's not. Saying it doesn't make it true. I said, you can't ignore what I'm saying. I know myself well. I'm telling you what's important to me. He said, I can ignore what you're saying and just look at your actions. Our actions always reveal our real values. I thought about that, but it sounded wrong to me. What about people that want to learn a language or create a business but haven't started yet? What about people that want to quit smoking or quit their job but haven't been able to yet? He said, if they really wanted to do it, they would have done it. You've been talking about Muckworks in 2008 but never launched it. Looking at your actions and knowing you, I'd say that you don't really want to start another company. You actually prefer the simple life you have now focused on learning, writing, and playing with your kid. You say you want to, but your actions reveal the truth. Wow, yep, he was right. I had been fooling myself for years, telling myself I wanted to do this, but my actions prove otherwise. Yes, I want it a little bit, but I want something else more. Now I've been sharing this thought with friends who talk about wanting something, but aren't making it happen. Each time, they have the same reaction I did. Oh, wow, that's true. No matter what kind of stuff you tell the world or tell yourself, your actions reveal your real values. Your actions show you what you actually want. I see two smart reactions to this. Number one, stop lying to yourself and admit your real priorities. Number two, start doing what you say you want and see if it's really true. You just listened to the post titled, Parenting, Who Is It Really For? And Actions, Not Words, Reveal Our Real Values, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. That second article is something the minimalists talk about frequently when talking about priorities. Our words might tell our priorities, but our actions show our true priorities. It's very true. And paired with yesterday's post from Steve Pavlina, hopefully there's some motivation for you to jump in and really show what your priorities truly are. This is something I'm working on myself. This was a bit longer than usual and I've been lucky enough to get a few sponsors here and there, so I won't mention anything promotional today. Have a great rest of your weekend and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits.
Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.